fix that. Holy shit. Um, it's uh, episode 165 of the New Utah podcast. Brought to you today by... Um, Our birthdays? Yeah. No, it's fucking birthday party central up in this gym. Omelette and birthday bacon. And, and fucking Utah's birthday. Let's not forget, it's like right. a mega birthday extravaganza. It's like, it's it's Utah's birthday so, bracketed by Chris's birthday and Jessica's birthday. It's true. We're the bookends to it's Utah's birthday. Birthday yeah. sandwich. The Utah birthday bookends. That's our new. That's You are now listening to the Utah birthday bookend podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but just this week. Next week, we're back to normal bullshit. <laughs> that was really good. Thank you for dinner. That was amazing. Well, delicious I love omelets. omelets and bacon. So first birthday thing, is my birthday. <laughs> Breakfast is my favorite food. That's so. the first thing I've eaten all day. I was going to offer us all to eat slutty brownies, but um, Jeremy would have turned it down. Probably. Um, and our kid has eaten a few extras. <laughs> so I've been seeing these on TikTok, like high school girls making slutty brownies in TikTok videos, and they looked really good. And so I told Bree that we should make them for the... My mother-in-law's birthday is the day before mine, so we usually eat dinner together. And uh, they are a chocolate chip cookie on the bottom, a layer of Oreos on top of that, a layer of brownie mix. I'm far more particular than the people who cook on those things, though, because they're like broken, these broken Oreos, and I'm like, I'm just going to cut these with a knife. So like, And it is... I will say probably the best fucking dessert confection. And it's actually not as sweet as you think. Like it, it's sweet and we put vanilla ice cream on, but it's not. Sounds pretty sweet. And, and actually the vanilla ice cream cuts the richness quite a bit. But it, it's not as like you would think it would be so like, slutty. I can't even eat this, but so I'm slutty. sorry I didn't make your cake. It's okay. One of these days. It'll one, happen. One of these days. Honestly, if you made me a cake today, and it didn't look like my busted ass foot, I would be disappointed. I actually made a broken foot cake once. <laughs> for oh one my of my gosh. old bosses. It's really funny. We were in Spencer's a long time ago. <laughs> and we saw the the penis and the boob cake, you know, disposable cake pans. And Chris was like, we should just make just a cake. <laughs> I was totally trying to get her to help. Oh, I still need to find that picture to show you. I was going, the sperm cake uh-huh. with the tongue and the little swimmy swimmers on the, the tongue. Yep. Is it a puddle or is it a distinct sperm looking thing? No, it's like, it's like sprayage. Oh, so it, it is like a realistic <laughs> yeah. puddle. It's not. Did you make it out of like royal icing? So it was kind of the milky white color. I don't remember. With how kind I made of it, a but shirt. probably. Yeah. I mean, that's like, I think it's royal icing is the only way to make semen. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I did. No, there's another way. Yeah, yeah. pineapple and jacking off. Is that? <laughs> I'm keeping it classy, guys. I'm keeping it real classy here. Anyways, <laughs> also, I'm just really excited to get you your birthday gift, and I'm sorry that it's going to be so late. That's okay. It's uh, it's not even necessary to get me a gift. No, I know it's not. I'm not a big. The only gift I need on my birthday, me? I have. The only gift I need on my birthday is my day off, and I ended up... And apparently Dave and Buster's, which has become a tradition. I love that fucking place. You're a ditcher. I go go there and like, you know what? That is not fair. (laughs) Because if you would have reminded me, I totally would have went. Whatever. I totally would have, because I was just sitting at home doing nothing. And then, (laughs) and then on my birthday, sitting at home, minding my own business, basically doing nothing, dicking around on the computer. I did. You cleaned out your office a little. I did. And I did a couple things for work. Um, Don't tell anyone. But then I had to take my daughter to Instacare because she almost passed out the night before and decided not to tell us and then couldn't work because she was 
full of headaches and trouble breathing, and so I got to go spend some time in Instacare on my birthday with my daughter. So that was fun. She's fine, by the way. Um, that's all the story. I needs asked. To be. I made sure. She she had the doctors. So I uh, the, and I then I went to Instacare yesterday for my foot. So I've been to Instacare <laughs> twice. The same Instacare in in less than five days. And I will say this: it is very clear to me that Intermountain Instacare doctors don't give a fuck at all. They just don't care. So with with Sean. She, you know, she's got real symptoms, right? Like her chest was tightening. She was having a hard time breathing. Her lips turned blue. She almost fainted. The next day she has headaches. She's having a hard time breathing. Her chest is still kind of tight. Um, and we go and the doctor's asking her questions and she's like, well, this happened. He's like, okay, well, you know, sometimes people like to read their symptoms online and Google them. So w- what did you Google? What are you concerned about? <laughs> And she looked at him like, what the fuck? Like the best Instacare I ever went to was like a no name. Like they were awesome. And then urgent care. And she's like, well, she's like, well, my friend thought because of my chest, maybe it's got something to do with my heart. And he's like, okay, your heart, we'll get an EKG done to rule that out. Like, are you a fucking doctor or are you just confirming like fucking internet stuff? Maybe it was one of those movies where he was actually robbing the place, but you guys came in, so he puts on the doctor's I, coat. Like, he's just trying to get you out there it as really, fast as he can. It really was like, I mean, I get it, like they're doing diet, but the way he handled it, I was just like, so basically you're just here to assuage fears of serious medical conditions for people. Like, you're not actually checking you're not like he did not seem to take any of it seriously so then i go and and i went knowing full well what i was anticipating having wrong with my foot it was one of two things either i have a broken bone in my foot or i have a a ruptured or a strained tendon and i have tendonitis so the reason i go to instacare is not so they can tell me i have tendonitis it's to tell me I do or don't have a broken bone in my foot because I don't want to fuck my foot up really bad because I'm walking around with a busted ass foot. So I go and I'm talking to the guy and I'm like, yeah, it's been hurting for like a week. This happened this day. Mount Tipanogos fucked up my foot. Of all the fucking hikes that I've done, the one on pavement. I'm pretty sure that's why, though, because usually when we're going down in the dirt and the gravel and stuff, you're careful. It's also usually not like a 45 degree angle the whole fucking way up and down. Well, in a mile and a quarter, you are going up 1,100 feet. I know. It's crazy. I said that today to a coworker and I was like... That's very intense. <laughs> it's it is like fucking straight. But up I'm hill. sure it's when yeah. you went down because you were kind of hurrying down and stuff, and you weren't being careful. And and the normally hurts. we're very when careful. When we we hiked to the summit when I was 16, and on that way down, I had shin splints for probably four years. Yeah, down is really rough uh, on steep hikes. Our friend like John that. was telling us that a walking stick can um, take, take over 30 percent of your body weight going downhill. So I think I'm going to invest in one. trip over it. You can use ski poles. That's what my brother yeah. uses. Well, I mean, that's basically yeah, what walking sticks are. Sticks that look like ski poles. I want a cool looking one, though. Um, like so, the bull's penis one? I've got no. one. I've got a bull's dick. That's a cane. It is a cane, not a walking stick for outside. I need a walking stick. But I stroke that penis. Because I'm short enough. It might work for <laughs> a walking stick. But anyway, back to my <laughs> back to my x-ray. So I, I, I go in and I... I say to the doctor, look, I don't know if my foot's broken or if I have a tendon issue. I'm like, I, I'm not a doctor, but I know it's probably one but of I play those, one on TV. Like, I know it's probably one of those two things. Like, 
I it's not plantar fasciitis because I know what that fucking is because I've had it. <laughs> that feels like broken feet. No, the fucking plantar fasciitis. I couldn't even walk. Like I would wake up in the morning and fall over because I couldn't actually flatten my foot out because yep. it was so fucking curled up. So I know what that is. This was not that. And so I'm like, so I just I want to make sure that I haven't broken it. And so he's like, okay, well we'll get you an X-ray. He checked it out. He could feel the you know where it was like I could. I was wincing when he was filling certain parts of it and um, and says so like, yeah, we'll get an x-ray just to rule that out. Got an x-ray. He's like, I don't see anything, but I don't have a radiologist look at it. And he's like, he doesn't see anything, so it's probably just tendonitis. I'm like, cool. He didn't tell me what to fucking do with it. He's like, you can take some ibuprofen. <laughs> like, yeah, you know what? There's nothing he's going to tell me that I can't go find online, honestly. But I will say this. If I go to a doctor's office, Sean's pediatrician used to do this to me and it pissed me off we'd go in there and he'd prescribe her something and he would literally read from the fucking screen the drug interactions and i'm like dude i had a pa that would do that i stopped going there i can fucking read them on the paper that prints out from the pharmacy or i can go to webmd and look it up myself if you're not going to talk to me face to face about it I don't need you to read me the instructions. I can fucking read those myself. Well, and even like with, with Brie, right? Like how long did you take uh, antacids with antibiotics? Forever. Until a pharmacist finally said, hey, you can't take this with your antacids. No, she didn't even say with your antacids because it wasn't even my regular pharmacy. I got it filled oh, yeah. at... The hospital pharmacy, which I don't normally go to, and she, was and like, she just offhandedly said, "You cannot take antacids with this." And I said, "I have chronic symptoms reflux, and yes, and so I take um, what's it called? Omeprazole uh, and, Zan- and Zantac. Um, one in the morning and one at night." And she said, "If you take them, your antibiotics won't work." Never has a doctor in all the time they've prescribed antibiotics over the years said that. When she's so been on... Canceling itself like, out? Well, the antibiotics don't well, the work. Antacids when you have, will still work, but the antibiotics won't. Right. The, the anti- antacids actually kill the antibiotics. So, like... But no doctor fucking bothered to explain it, and it's, like, it's prevalent everywhere. Like, we went and looked it up, and, like, yeah, basically no antibiotic really works when you're taking an antacid. You have to discontinue taking the antacid. I first. mean... <laughs> You probably, for most people, unless you have like some really crazy thing, it's pro- it probably ends up being fine. But if you actually want your medicine to work <laughs> properly, you're supposed to stop doing, stop taking it. So anyway, my foot's not broken, but it's totally busted. Um, it hurts. It hurts pretty bad. I have to stay off of it. No repetitive. He crap. went boxing last night, but instead of like doing the bouncing, he just kind of stood still and I then flat footed boxed. And then instead of like doing jumping jacks and all that kind of stuff, he just walked into the back gym and rode the bike. Cause I really felt like a fat son of a bitch. And I was like, I can't stay home. I need to go. Well, after we had slutty brownies, <laughs> I, I've noticed this though. Like the more now, since I work out, every day and I work out a couple times a day and we go hiking like I have a hard time just fucking sitting on my ass all day like I feel like a, a rotting sloth when I do that and so I just I can't a rotting sloth <laughs> yeah I'm gonna write that down in the show rotting notes. sloth rotting sloth <laughs> anyway so that's my story um otherwise it was uh it was a, it was a good weekend um went to a soccer game and did they win 
Um, we tied. We tied. tied. Was that the one that had the fireworks after? Sure. Yes. And it was only like half full. It was really pathetic. Uh, For a fireworks game and the stadium wasn't even full, like that the team is is if the front office, if if the owner of the team, Deloy Hansen, doesn't recognize what's going on, um, mediocrity does not does not feed ticket sales. You cannot saturate a market with three professional sports teams, soccer teams. And have the the flagship team be mediocre and expect to sell out the stadium. Prior to the Monarchs and the Royals, RSL was selling out stadiums. And part of selling out, routinely selling out 20,000 plus tickets a game is being successful on the field. And RSL is just not that. When you're okay with 20 points halfway through the season and you're like, that's where we expected to be, that's, that's not good enough. I mean, LA, the top team in the league, is more than double our point total at 46 at that point in time. Like that's not a place you want to be fighting for a playoff spot halfway through the season. Like that's just not a, it's not a good position to be in. It's not exciting. It doesn't put people into seats. So, and there is a game, an RSL game tomorrow against Tigris, which is a Mexican, a a Liga MX team. Meaning Wednesday. Uh, Yeah. Wednesday. So today, when you hear this on the 24th on pioneers, pioneer day, Utah's Utah's birthday, um, my pre-birthday. I'm not going because I think it's a cash grab and I refuse to support shit ass games in the middle of our season, in the middle of summer, because they're not beneficial to the team. Also, probably none of our starters are really going to play, um, or at least not the whole game. Um, we'll probably, did you hear them talking squad. about it this morning though? They were talking about the fact that they think that they got some orders down from MLS to Deloitte that this is important because yeah the league the league wants this for publicity for competition for ratings um but i still it's really hard to justify trying to do well in this kind of like pseudo friendly international competition um so anyway that's just my opinion but um jess your birthday is after utah's birthday it is so happy birthday because it's coming up happy late birthday to you we won't uh, we won't see you until after your birthday's over. Uh, we can't do anything fun for your birthday. We're gonna work. I'm working. So disappointed. We went by your we went by your Bath and Body Works, but you weren't working when we were when we were there. I thought you were gonna stop it. We I only work there bath. when the store's not open. We went by your bath. Saw <laughs> <laughs> your body's working. <laughs> that? Um, no, we had to go to Hallmark, and so we and a container by. store. I love that store. It's, it's probably one of my favorite stores on the planet. <gasps> Have you been to the at-home store? Love it. The at-home store is a woman's home I depot. I bought pillows there. That's what someone compared it We bought those. We bought 90th. those. So there's one on 90th and just before State Street. Like, what is that? It's just right off the freeway. Third yeah, West? Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's literally, literally right off the freeway. Yeah. You know where Club 90 is and the liquor store on 90th South? You know where Scone Cutter is? It's yeah. that parking lot. Oh, yeah, there's <laughs> still a Scone Cutter there. I forgot about that. So there's also one in Jordan Landing uh, where Sears used to be. I told Heather that if she goes there, she um, should plan there's on one more. spending money. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, someone at work referred to it as a woman's Home Depot. Hey, Home Depot is my Home Depot. Fuck you. I know, but like, if you think <laughs> of it in a like, non... Uh, it's, it's, a, it's like... Heather will spend a lot of money there. Like even Chris was. Hey, I got new gnomes. I got new garden gnomes. I did see from that gnomes. place. Did you see the new gnomes? The new Halloweeny gnomes? Cool. With the Mister and Mrs. Gnome. 
Uh, so anyway, yeah, those are cool stories. But happy birthday, Jess. Um, what about this weekend? Are you doing anything fun this weekend? Nope. Are you doing anything fun at all for your birthday? You're not nope. going whisking yourself away to the Disney's or the the, the lakes. The lakes full of bears. Nope, just me. Speaking of the lakes full of bears, is that's it, where I was last week. Yeah, is it called Bear hey, Lake? Hey, don't don't give it away. Is it called is it called Bear Lake because there's so much bear pee? Does <laughs> yes, anyone know? That's exactly what it is. I, I really want to know why they call it Bear Lake. Is it because there's the a lake lot is of made of bear pee? Has to do with the Bear River. Well, that's stupid. It's a fucking lake. It should get precedence over the river. You would think. Utah Lake's not Utah Lake because of Utah River. The nastiest river in the state empties out into that fucking thing, and it doesn't help make it any better. So I have a question for you, Jeremy, yes. and I, I need to know, because I got some updates. You were there for a week, roughly. Yep. And you tried a plethora of raspberry shakes. raspberry shakes. And the funny thing is, every one of them says, the best, the and, only, and you've, the number one. You've never had one of the raspberry shakes there, leading no, up to this. the first time I've had those. Yes. So I need to know from you, which is the best and why? Okay, so first of all, why are there two LeBeaux? Does anybody know why there's was there a, a divorce somewhere? Nah, dude, why have just one store when you have two and make twice as much money? <laughs> and they're right next to each other. <laughs> well, the one was too big, too small for how many people were coming. I don't fucking know. Maybe. Do you know, Jess? Nope. Okay, so we we did try LeBeaux. We tried Zips and we tried Ephraims. Did you try LeBeaux too? Yes. Lebeau's so you tried LeBeaux and LeBeaux too. LeBeaux too. So that's four Zips and Ephraims. You can try Merlin's. Yeah, Mer- I didn't try Merlin's. Merlin's is the one we went to, right, babe? The one with all the dollar bills? Yes, that's, yes. Merlin's. that's Merlin's. So we that's went to where Merlin's. we went. So, LeBeau's was more soft. I don't want to say runny, but sort of kind of, but it was more of a soft serve. It reminded me of like maybe like McDonald's or Wendy's. Okay, so like kind of a shittier soft serve. Yeah, kind of. Um, and LeBeau, no, Zips. Zips seemed to have... Frozen berries, I think they kind of had the texture of like. So they also they, have crappy brownies, so they weren't even like like legit bear like raspberries. Not so much at Zips. Lebeau's was, but for for what we tried, Ephraim's was hands down the best. And the reason why is they were above the rim, so it was thicker. And I like a thicker shake, so it was a couple inches above the rim. And then they they seemed to have the best ratio of raspberry to. Ice cream. So good amount of raspberries and, in there. And like you got the seeds, you, it, so you could taste the seeds. So they weren't frozen, and there was a, a good amount of them, and then it was a firmer ice cream. And, it was about and that three. was from Ephraim's. Ephraim's. So here's the thing. Do you remember milkshakes back before um, soft serve became a milkshake? Mm-hmm. When milkshakes were actually milk ice cream. and ice cream? Yeah. And you could drink them with a straw, mm-hmm. and you didn't have to use a spoon to yeah. eat them? What happened to those? So as far as I know, of all the shakes I've tried at Bear Lake, which is a lot, there's only one place that makes it with actual ice cream. See, that's that's and that's the Chevron. And and I get, <laughs> I get it. Like they're known for the best. Like if you Google best Bear Lake shake, it's the Chevron. It's my least favorite though. One of my least huh. favorites. I mean, I would totally dig that. And then, look, I like a good soft serve style. Like I would call it like a like a mix in. <laughs> Like it's ice cream with stuff mixed in. That's mm-hmm. what it is. It's not a shake so much. And who started that? Was that like McDonald's with the McFlurry that like everyone was like, oh, we got to make shakes like this because Arctic sure Circles are really good. I'm sure it started a long time ago. So there you have it. 
Uh, so how come nobody eats you, malts anymore? That's my favorite. Well, it's just sticking malt powder, powder inside of it. You yeah, could I know, that. but it changes the flavor. Well, it does. It makes it taste like a malt. And you can get at most of those places malt mixed <laughs> into yes. the raspberry shake. Mm. But I will say this. So I had the one from Merlin. Merlin's, is that the name of the place? Yes. Uh, I had the, a brownie raspberry shake. So it had bits of brownie and then the raspberries in it, and that's top notch. I had a chocolate, just a chocolate raspberry shake. And for those of you that don't know, Bear Lake is known for raspberries. There's a lot of raspberry plants, bushes, like bushes. farms, Groves. ranches, whatever. There's a lot of raspberries in Bear Lake. There's that a lot of jams. Also, one of my upcoming events is Raspberry Festival. Raspberry, raspberry days. days. So to so to to finish up my which by the way is like the worst time to go to Bear Lake. To finish up my story, so my number two daughter, number two, who stayed home because she had to work. So. Did you bring her back a raspberry shake? No, but I did give her a five-page. <laughs> would have been like all melted and gross. I gave her a five-page list of stuff she had to do while we were gone, and it sounds mm-hmm. like a lot, but it was the silly things like take out the garbage. Just, I mean, you had to spell it all. Well, the one thing I neglected to spell out because I didn't think it would be an issue was the swimming pool. Oh no! Because I thought that her and her friends would use the pool. She did not get in it once. Didn't. So it's just like got a layer of scum. It on had it. a layer of toxic green algae. It was glow-in-the-dark toxic green. Did you feed it to your chickens? You could have probably just taken the whole thing out like jelly. It was nasty. Oh, man. So it, it's, it, we've, it's finally it's clean now, cleaned right? up, but it took... We got home Saturday, Sunday to two full days. And of, Jonathan's like, I wanted to go in there. I, feel ba- I was just going to say that's who I feel he worse wanted, He Jonathan. finally got to swim last night. I finally had it. Because Jonathan where, and Hannah like spend a oh lot yeah, of time in Every day, all the time. So I, by, by last night, I finally had it to the point. So what I actually think happened is I had her water, um, and there's some spots that around the pool, I don't use the sprinklers because I don't want it shooting into the pool. Into the pool. So I, you use the, the hose with the sprinkler head. I think she got it without realizing it. I think she got it too close to the pool. And then it got busy, and it just watered the pool for two, three hours. And and it's secondary water, so it just so dumped live organisms. Seeds and yep. crap. Well, and then it hit 101. Yep. And we have a solar cover mm-hmm. that heats the pool, so the water was probably like oh I don't know 100 perfect for growing some algae. Top like six inches. So yeah, we get back on Saturday, and that's we asked her, "Did you guys swim?" She's like, "No." I'm like, "Did you at least turn on the pump?" She's like, "No." I'm like, oh, "Crap!" So we go out there, we peel back the pool. It's like, oh. So it was a nice science experiment. It was horrible. So so typically, the, the stuff that you put in it called shock. Yeah. It's a powder and it kills it. Normally, it's half a canister per, for my pool. We put two and a half full canisters in it to, to kill all Yeah, that, that shock stuff's pretty crazy. I Look, this. <laughs> I'm just going to throw this out there. We watched the wiener dogs. We watched the wieners oh, yeah. for a week. If that tells you the level of confidence of Jeremy's oldest daughter... <laughs> we watched the dogs because what was because she yeah I I am really worried because we're going on this vacation in a couple of weeks we we say this wholeheartedly with the fact that our daughter is exactly the, the same way we went to like, Las we're not Vegas. slamming her in any way we're not slamming <laughs> Sean that at age, all I guess I don't know we went to Las Vegas for a long weekend and she forgot to feed the animals the cats the whole no and Chopper. She no, fed them. She fed Chopper. She fed them like once the entire weekend. So see, that's why I had you guys watch the Wieners. Yeah. So because I knew a whole week they'd be dead. Yeah, Bree had to. Bree had to ask the ex-husband, "Can you uh, can you stop by a couple times <laughs> make, sure. <laughs> and make sure our animals aren't dead and your daughters like not destroyed everything that the fridge door is closed, things like that." 
Yeah, like the well, stove's I'll, on. I'll come downstairs in the morning and like the freezer doors open. I don't know how she does this with the ice maker, but the ice maker like has a bunch of ice in it melted and like so as soon as you go to open the ice, water just like pours, pours down out. the front of the fridge onto the floor. I don't know how she does it. I've never done that, but she has done it like three times. Um, anyway, so pretty eventful, crazy weekends um, and weeks. On the other hand, Jerry is ready. So the whole trauma with the Pathfinder and the accident. How long has that been? Like three weeks now? It was June. June. It's been forever. It's been all summer, basically. Yeah. More, more or less all summer. Basically the June, whole time she's been home. I think yeah. it was June 18th. Yeah. So, so over a month. A month. So um, a couple things. It is... The hot of summer. It's the heat of summer. The hot of summer. It it's the dog days. It's really hot out. Um, they issued an emergency. FEMA issued an emergency warning for Utah for yesterday and today, for Monday and Tuesday this week, because um, it's expected to be over a hundred degrees. Um, and has been. It's one hundred and two yesterday and one hundred and one today. <laughs> yeah, been pretty pretty warm, but that's but not record breaking. No, and that's nope. not that's actually in the middle of July into August for Utah. A hundred degrees is not unreasonable. It's pretty, pretty normal. normal. Now, here's my question. Back east, triple digits for like three days is a heat wave. That's because it doesn't happen very often. So my friend posted on Sunday a screenshot of the weather in North Jersey, like by where I used to live. It was 98 degrees, and with humidity, it was 109 degrees. I lived there for six years, and I never experienced that. So yeah, that and that was it's disgusting. My, that was my question. Like, it gets that hot down in Texas all the fucking time. Well, it it's does. It's hot in Arizona in the summer, and, but in that small space, and in Vegas, what happens is, and I'm sure that everybody heard the news: fifty three thousand people were without power because Con Ed has to shut them down so either yeah so either they shut down half the city or the whole entire thing goes because it's just there it's overload too much strain on the grid and that did happen when i lived there their ac is that why Uh uh-huh oh yeah because you have to be and people die that live on the streets because it's too hot to yeah it's to deal with people die that don't live in the streets older people so growing up in iowa Nobody had swamp coolers. I did not even know what a swamp cooler was because there's so much humidity that all it would do. Yeah, swamp you, coolers don't work. It would just push wet gunk. And like like it, down in Phoenix in in Arizona, everyone has a swamp cooler, and a lot of people have forced air on top of that because it works. The swamp cooler's cheap and works really well until mid July when the monsoon yeah. season starts, and then is worthless. So and when so, we moved here. And everybody had these swamp coolers. I, that was a very foreign thing to me, along with watering your yard. That's the other thing. If you have, by the way, if your yard is lush and green right now, you're a fucking asswipe. <laughs> or you have secondary water, Jeremy. Well, even with the secondary water, I don't water my yard that much. It's my garden is all. The mm-hmm. garden's what matters. If the, if the and in fact, back by the pool, I've got like completely dead spots. Well, that's because of the chlorine. That's true. <laughs> and, and and the new algae I've poured all over the yard. But uh, you should have just dumped that over the fence in your neighbor's yard with their brand new grass. Which that uh-huh. grass, by the way. Because I just laid sod. There's oh, well, very, very the one you right have behind to. you. When you just lay, though, you have to. Yeah, and in this weather, so they water constantly. Oh yeah, they're probably watering like all day. But yeah, day. so moving here, that was weird. So I mean, you'd water your lawn maybe once a month, or if you had kind of a dead spot. But it's so moist. You just never have it's to water just, it. There's so much moisture. 
in the Midwest that you don't really water. That's why there's so many farms. You do water the garden, but that's a little bit different, but not so much the yard. But, but we do live in a desert, and you should have you should have lawns that are are dying, that are brown, that are dormant. They go back to life, people. That's that's the way they work. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, we digress. I just wanted to talk about it because I don't understand the heat wave thing. Like, no, this is normal temperature for Utah this time of year. Like. But they issued the advisory, which I thought was really weird. Is that, I, I, would, I wonder if it has more to do with fire, though. Which is <laughs> no, it, that did not. It had to just to do yeah, with the heat. the heat. But it is now fire season. Stuff is drying out. Finally, it took forever. Things are catching on fire. I was like talking. My work. <laughs> I was talking to one of the cherry orchard people at the market on on Saturday, and I was commenting on it's fucking July twentieth. Tina and Tony, and oh, they're sure. still cherries like fresh cherries amazingly good fresh cherries at the market like and they're bigger right now that's too. two to three weeks later than they should be there and it's because that it's cold. just been a cool it's season like, and yeah. it, it gave them a lot of time so, so. T- tony and I, I think it's tony and tina they're based out of santa quinn they have a big cherry booth but they're who i buy the israeli melons from they're the ones on the corner right no they're no. Oh. they're almost um in the middle, but closer to the east side. So, oh, okay. and all they have are cherries yeah. right now. And I was asking if they were going to have melons, and he was like, "Yeah, we're like three weeks behind, though." And and then I have been growing their melons also because I have been saving seeds. And my three plants just flowered this week. So yeah, my cucumbers just started flowering uh, this week. So, so excited. But my I, butternut squash has like a billion flowers. I really <laughs> hope, I really hope that my Brussels sprouts actually grow. The plants are growing well, so I hope Good. that they actually produce some some Brussels sprouts is, is, is on them. I'm that excited for that. Because Jeremy can't grow them, and so then I can do something Jeremy can't something do. Something about my soil. I don't know. I've tried a couple times. It just doesn't work. However, my corn's like five and a half, almost six feet tall. Dude, that's because corn likes chicken shit. Sure does. And you got a lot of chicken shit. Sure do. <laughs> so that's been enough garden talk. Um, no, seriously. It's Pie and Beer Day this week. Um, you we'll, may even be listening to this on Pie and Beer Day. Yeah, Pie and Beer Day. It's tomorrow. Fuck it. I'm the only one in my house that has Pie and Beer Day off. I don't get Pie and Beer Day off. So Pie and Beer Day is is Utah's birthday, otherwise known as Pioneer Day. And for those of us that don't give a fuck about the Mormon pioneer settlers that killed all the Indians, um, is that the right way to say Case, it? Case no, it's definitely not the right <laughs> way to say it. <laughs> So I am signed up on Family Search because I like to go look at my genealogy because it's super rad. Um, but I got an email today that was like, "We we are recognizing one of your youth pioneer relatives," and so I like clicked to see who it was, and it's actually a person that I have his trunk that he brought across the plains. That's so kind of cool. Yeah. Anyways, that's just a pioneer. So it's Utah's birthday. There's lots of fireworks as you're listening to this while you're watching fireworks at Liberty Park. Thanks for tuning in. Um, and oh, I totally didn't even write down where they're. Fireworks. It doesn't. The thing is, is it doesn't really matter because <laughs> no, for last week I didn't. Uh, even think well, and a lot of people aren't going to be listening to this Wednesday. Maybe you will if Maybe you're an avid lunch. listener. Um, at work. You, yeah, but but who? I mean, look. There's just look out your window. You'll find them. Um, what else do we have though after Pie and Beer Day is over? There's there's a whole other weekend or two to to look at. X. There is that's still a month away. Um yeah, it is. But there are t- tons of festivals this weekend. Remember we talked about the African festival. We talked about the Peruvian festival. What the mega of, Peruvian. I festival. just want to know what part of Africa everyone's from. Whoa, Fricka. That's awesome. They're from the Fricka um, part of Africa and the Filipino festival. They're not from the Af part. Also, 
Don't forget the 27th is Jeff Dillon in Ogden at the Sand Trap. That's right. He's playing up there. Um, I think it was last week at the end of the show, I mentioned the Shakespeare Festival has been going on for the last month. So I wrote down some of the shows this week. Oh, yeah, yeah. It is an awesome season. So they have Joseph, <laughs> an amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Joseph Macbeth. Uh, Hamlet. And Twelfth Night are just some of them. So tickets are usually between like 30 and $80. Uh, and it goes to October. So, and they've already announced next year, and they're doing Pirates of Penzance, which is awesome. I love I, Pirates of Penzance. I do like that. I like that <laughs> musical. Um, so next weekend, I have a very model of a sh- Oh, general. actually, I have a very model of a modern major general. The sixth. The sixth starts the Tuesday farmers market. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah, so that runs until September. I will 24th. have. I will have, by the way, a full report of how Pike's Market compares to our market by the time we return from vacation. Perfect. Um, the second to the third is Raspberry Days at Bear Lake. Mm. Um. I- I'm still going to say, like, if you want to go up there, it's cool. It's fun. It's busy, though. We but go it's fucking intensely crazy. Just park your car and walk around people. Well, and it's hard because a lot of the beaches aren't beaches right now because the water is so high. So the ones that are, are super packed. Yeah. Um, Ogden Pride is the 3rd of August. And then I wanted to skip ahead to a couple of events just, you know, to, like, prepare because they sell out. Um, the 17th to the 18th is Utah Beer Festival, and we will have Tim Haran, I think that's how you say his last name, on um, in a couple weeks to talk about mm-hmm. that event. And so I just wanted to go through this list. And those tickets will likely sell out. Yeah, so tickets range from $5 to $125, just depending upon if you want to go all weekend and like what you want to get out of it. Um so this is the list. There are out-of-state brewers that are coming as well. So I think there's like a hundred and I don't remember eighty to a hundred and twenty or something like you guys, that. Brewers. Utah has a beer. Are you festival. ready for this list? Strap Tank, Level Crossing, mm-hmm. Mountain West, Red Rock, Zion Uinta, Bonneville, Desert Edge, Epic Fisher, Hopkins, Quitos, Moab, Park City, Proper Roja, Rooster, uh, Salt Flats. And Salt Fire, Shades of Pale, Silver Rail, uh, UTOG, which is Ogden's new one, Wasatch, Toasted Barrel, Ups, uh, Upstore, uh, oh, Upslope, sorry, I can't read my own writing, uh, Squatters and Talisman. Those are all of the Utah ones that will be represented. That, that was a big list of Utah awesome. brewers. Okay, also impressive. the 31st of August is Folk Hogan's album release party. I believe it's their first album in four or five years. Um, get tickets from Nick Passy because he needs to sell them. NickPassy.com. So, Urban Lounge is where it will be at. Or you can go downtown and he'll probably be randomly walking somewhere. That you no, are. that's what he's doing right now. <laughs> like they, they're, it's really funny actually what they're doing. We'll have to ask them when they come on the show what they've done because I can't even do it justice. It's, I, I mean, I was not really totally kidding. Like Nick's, I always see him randomly downtown at places, so. That's all I have for events. That's a pretty good list of events. I'm really impressed with the number of of beer makers, of purveyors of of the beer. And I couldn't believe how many new ones were on there when I was writing them down. I was like, I haven't even heard of some of these. So it's pretty awesome. I've heard of most of them. I have not tried all their beers. And so that's a that's an incentive to go there so I can try more of their beers. I mean, fuck, Salt Flats has like 325 beers, so... 
They don't really, but they have a lot of fucking. Like the ones we tried, tried the, the, the yeah. four or five we've tried, where I've yeah. I love good. Bohemian, so their their beers are fantastic. Not doing the best. I know they weren't on that list, which is kind of disappointing. I had a talk with Kelly about it. Yeah, yep. we'll have to talk off air and see who he pissed off. Um, yeah okay so um, we don't have a guest this week Uh, that happens from time to time Uh, we move people around Um, so instead uh, we're going to do a little bit of news and then we're going to do maybe some of the stuff that we say we're going to get to when we don't have a guest and then we kind of throw it aside and uh, eventually get to it and this is one of those eventually days it's all good stuff Um, I don't know what we'll get to but we'll get there um, so I think to start, um, let's talk about some really fucking cool accomplishments, uh, in the state uh, recently. So we'll start with this high school thing. Cause I think this is really cool. So West high school, uh, is the, uh, they're the, they're like a science Olympiad team or something. Um, they were the first American group to win an international science it competition. It says they won in particle physics. Particle there were eight physics. of them. That's really cool. And the look at them. They're half girls. Yeah. So the 2019, uh, one of two winners for the 2019 Beamline for Schools competition, a competition requiring students to submit a proposal for an experiment that uses a beamline. So I don't know particle physics, but I'm sure that's, some kind of particle physics thing. Um, that's pretty fucking cool. And and it's not that it's just, you know, it's not like it's Juan Diego or some, some East side. It's West, it's West high and West high is like, is like where all the poor kids go in Salt Lake. Kern's high is where all the really poor kids go. Yeah, Kern's high is for the dumb kids. West high is for the poor kids. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think what it is 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 West is for the the poor white kids, and Kearns is the poor, poor Mexican kids. The poor Mexican kids. <laughs> yeah, so it's maybe not that they're dumb; it's just that maybe they don't like English isn't their first language. Yeah, and chemistry's kind of not easy Ke- for them. Ke- chemistry's kind of not not even I, English. Does Kearns High so. even offer a particle physics course or club? <laughs> like they have a club for particle physics at West High. That's crazy to me. That's awesome. That's really fucking cool, though. Kearns it's really probably cool. has a knife making. Um, I don't think that they encourage that. Sh- shiv. Shit, we that's what I said. They're not called knives when you make them yourself. It's the Shiv 101. <laughs> unless you're watching unless you're and Unless you have a like a forge and you're a blacksmith they're like not I said, unless you're watching forge Shiv and shanking 101 yeah i mean shanking's I <laughs> so shanking isn't worth credit in high school it's kind of like seminary but not mormon <laughs> <laughs> it's like the gangster seminary gangster seminary okay um along those the shiv is the thing and the shanking is, is what happens along the lines of the high school stuff um salt lake county <laughs> Salt Lake City specifically. Uh, I saw this a couple weeks ago, and I couldn't resist. Um, we're going to be hosting the first... This is not high school, by the way. No. This is college age. No, this is fucking adults, too, right? But Utah, Salt Lake City in particular, is going to be hosting the first U.S. Quidditch Cup in 2021. That's almost embarrassing. There is a Quidditch Cup. I think we talked about... It would be cool if we were actually flying, but it's just people running around. 
Do they have broomsticks? Do they yes. run around on broomsticks? Yes. Do they really? Like Swiffers? I think they, no, I think they really. <laughs> no, I think that they actually do. Um, uh, let's man. see. So I'm we, gonna... I think we talked about Quidditch was a thing. Like there was a Quidditch club in, in Salt Lake like two years ago on the show. It's actually there at the University of, the University of Utah has one and Weber has one. I want to say that there's one other college, but I don't remember. And it's pretty legit. Like, do they practice in the LARPing park? I gotta imagine. Probably. It's, I gotta what imagine it's similar. <laughs> they don't practice in Memory Grove, Jeremy. Something okay, dick. here we go. <laughs> Muggle Quidditch is a bit oh, different. <laughs> in place of flying <laughs> broomsticks, <laughs> in really? place of flying broomsticks, players run around holding PVC pipes. The beaters throw the bludgers at opposing players to temporarily knock them out of the game. The golden snitch is a player clad in yellow who has a tennis ball in a Velcro tail hanging from the back of their shorts similar and to And they flag hit him with football. a PVC pipe? Whack! Like break his leg. No, you, don't you know anything about Quidditch? You have to catch it. Not a you don't thing. hit it. Not a, not a thing. Okay, here I'll read the paragraph that was before <laughs> it for those of you muggles. Quidditch in the Wizarding World, is played on flying broomsticks. Players have different roles. The chasers score points by throwing a ball, the quaffle. Doesn't it through, fly? Doesn't it have wings? Yes. Well, no, that's the snitch. Oh. The chasers score points by throwing <laughs> a ball through the, a quaffle through three raised hoops in order to score points. We're the keeper, not really doing this right now. The keeper defends the hoops. <laughs> You're in charge of the mics over the there. The beaters bat magically enchanted and aggressive balls called bludgers away from their fellow players toward their opponents. You want to keep your aggressive balls away yes. from your opponents. Okay. The seeker, so you beat them. You the beat seeker catches Why the golden snitch, which you? ends the game and wins extra points. I like my aggressive balls right? coming at my face. Aggressive <laughs> balls. I'm writing, so I'm writing in magical balls Quidditch... Down. A I snitch like is only balls. the size of like uh, a large marble. It's pretty small balls. Yeah, not the all. Bludgers the bludgers are the size are of balls. basketballs. They're like they're like dodgeballs. They're angry dodgeballs. Magical angry how, balls. How is it that I'm the only one that knows about Quidditch? I know about Quidditch. Never so, read Harry Potter in my life. I do. They were talking. Chris to one of vowed the girls. never to, and then he decided to watch the movies because my girls are so into it. Now he likes Harry Potter. Quidditch is a full contact, competitive, mixed gender sport, according to the league. It, well, it is in magical world. While too. some people might think of it as nerdy, Liu said. It's an actual sport that can get rough. She described it as a mashup of several different sports, including basketball, football, dodgeball, and rugby. If they should, could mix a little MMA in it, then I might think it was... Well, that's the rugby. Like I said, if it was actually magical Quidditch, it would be cool because the people are flying around, yeah, the balls are enchanted. Cool. But literally, come on, at least run around on a broom. I think PVC pipe. I think it's fine. I don't understand why you guys have such a huge problem. You guys... Brie. <laughs> what? You guys, Brie? It's not you guys. Brie's the one that has the problem. I don't... I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a problem with it. I think that Chris was being sarcastic to himself. Yeah. I, look, I think it's kind of cool that we have turned something that was this fictional fairy tale. And it's not just Utah. It's the world, like the U.S. Quidditch Cup. So clearly, it's not a Utah thing. We just because happen to Harry win the Potter bid. Harry Potter is worldwide. And when we have Fan X, we have probably at least a dozen Harry Potter panels. And they're all very well attended. And I, I got to say... <laughs> Pitbull's worldwide, too. I think... <laughs> Jesus Christ, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was gonna so, say, I was gonna say talks. something somewhat intelligent, and then you said that, and it just like <laughs> my mind went blank. You really know how to just shift gears on me. Um, oh, I think the 2021 Quidditch U.S. Quidditch Cup being here is just helping our bid for the Winter Olympics. I hope so. I think if we can prove that we can pull that we that can off. hope the U.S. Quidditch Cup and we can pull that off, um, LARPing is no dude. We've joke. already proved that we can do the Olympics. That was that was like twenty years ago, almost exactly. So, lots changed in twenty years. Yeah, the weather. <laughs> it's much warmer now. Yeah, they had the ski resorts open until July this year. So, I mean, Snowbird was open July fourth. Just wild crazy. to me. Um, we do have a problems in, in speaking of of Snowbird, um, specifically the Cottonwood Canyons. Um, that's all right. You don't have to read them because I think this is important that everyone knows that in the Cottonwood Canyons, we have a fecal time bomb situation. <laughs> on Just the fact that you get to see a fecal time bomb is weird. This actually came this from this. actually an issue, I would assume, in more than just the Cottonwoods. No, the Cottonwoods in particular. So, um, the... Don't poo by the river. This is called, uh, this is from the Associated Press. It's not just the river is the thing. So basically, the problem is up the Cottonwood Canyons, there are no bathroom facilities. So typically, like if you go up to Mill Creek, if you go up Mill Creek Canyon, there's shitters. There's holes in the ground that they go and pump out every once in a while that people can poop and pee in. They actually don't smell really bad either. Um, I mean, I think it depends on how early in the morning and what time it is. Maybe it is because I was going Like if you go in August at noon, I promise you they're going to smell bad. But if you go in June at 9 a.m., you're probably safe. Um, But up the Cottonwoods, there's really not any. And so what happens is people go up on six-hour hikes, and if you've ever been on a six-hour hike... It likes to jostle, jostle your insides, and you you need to take a shit. Well, <laughs> if you're four hours in and you got to hike four hours back out, you can't hold a shit for four hours, so you drop squat and take a shit because there's no bathrooms anywhere. You can't like, well, I'm going to hold it till I get down. It's drop trow. Drop squat. I like what I said. Um, <laughs> but apparently it's a big deal. Like A lot of people are doing it, and it's getting into the water supply. Now- the Cottonwood Canyons, in particular, you can't take your dogs up because they're watershed canyons. It's where our drinking water comes from. Now, it still gets processed, and that's the part I don't really understand is we still process it through a water treatment facility before we drink it. What's the big deal if shit gets into it? Maybe it just makes it harder to Yeah, clean. more expensive. Maybe the treatment process doesn't really filter that out so much. Um, but E. coli is a definite concern as a result. Um, and the way they put it, like... It, it almost made it sound like if one more person takes a shit, <laughs> the entire of Salt Lake Valley is going. All the to water will be brown. <laughs> I mean, that's how this. That's how this KSL. Uh, uh, I guess it was an AP article um, on KSL that I found. That's kind of how they yes, they put it. Basically, it is an AP article. It, the, a fecal time bomb. <laughs> so basically, the more people that go up there and don't have a facility to shit in. Um, the more shit they're going to leave. So what are they saying? The Don't go up there? Or are they saying they're going to put in some more bags? They're going to try and put They're not saying there. anything. They're saying... Take bags like you would for your dog. There yeah, you go. Sh- shit in a doggy bag. And then leave it on the trail <laughs> for someone else to fucking pick up later. God, that pisses me off every time I see those shit bags sitting on trails. It's like, thanks for scooping it, but don't leave it for someone else. Like, you're not else. fucking picking that up. I know you're not going to pick that up on the way back, you dick. We right. do. I do. If if I have to leave it on the trail, I do. Um, so Utah, we talk about this a lot. Uh, Progressive Utah, 
Um, there's a new survey out that ranks us uh, second highest in America for support of LGBTQ uh, non-discrimination, uh, which is says a lot. Ooh, ooh. Utah ties with Vermont. With 77% of people favoring protection for LGBTQ people. And in no surprise, the last one is the my, <laughs> Our my, next door neighbor. my home state, Wyoming. The state where uh, a man was tied to a fucking fence and beat um, basically to death and uh, for being gay. Um, and their attitude towards LGBTQ community has not changed a whole lot. Uh, but they can come here and seek respite because... We love the gays here in Utah. And Run the, across the border, gays. Run across the border. And the lesbians. So, I, I, okay, I never got this about LGBTQ. Like, lesbians and gays. I guess gay means men, but lesbians are gay. So, can't they just call it the gays? I don't know. And the, I get the B, bisexual, and I get the transgender, and I get the queer, and I get all the other alphabetical like queer, letters. You can't really say that one, Anymore. Queer? No, no queer people define themselves as queer. That's okay. Cat Palmer is queer. Non non gender binary. Um, non you know fluid gender fluid. Sexual. There's like pansexual. a pansexual. Asexual. Bajillion categorizations. Yeah. Intersexual. Can't we just all be people? We are. I mean, that's the hope. And so are they. <laughs> but until unfortunately, they don't get treated that way. Until the people of Wyoming <laughs> treat them as people and not something different, we have to we have to stand up for them. Right. That's really disappointing to see those numbers. Uh, only 61% of people in Wyoming favor non-discrimination. Well, and That's this is cool. fucking harrowingly bad. This is cool because this survey points out that we in Utah have a greater social acceptance for non-discrimination laws than places like California, Colorado, New York, and Oregon, which are all super uh, non-discriminatory yeah. states. That is one of those things about Utah that baffles me in a good way, but it baffles me. I mean, I'm happy to hear that. that we have such a cool population. Yeah. Where's the thing that you found here, Bree? What, did we already do it? What thing? Didn't you find a story? No. Nope. Oh, I thought you did. I didn't do shit. I don't do shit on this podcast, but show up. Well, if you do ever shit on the podcast, make sure it's not in Cottonwood Canyon, would you? We are, yeah, we haven't recorded there ever. Uh, I get to sound like a man on this podcast, though. N- my voice has just been getting deeper and deeper and deeper as we go. Yeah, I've been meaning to ask you, you want to be the baritone in my choir? Well, it's like Vanny at the <laughs> wedding. She's all, I'm so sorry that my voice is so deep right now. I'm just yeah. coming back from a cold. And I'm like, oh, dude, I'm She's a man like, then. All right, bitch. <laughs> I, have, I used to not have this deep voice. If you listen to my voicemail, like if you ever call me and you get my voicemail, you can hear what my voice used to sound like until I got my vocal cord dysfunction. And then like just this week, it sounds even worse because of RSL games. There have been too many. I've lost my voice every RSL game. Well, the last three RSL games. You could sing us out with a little Barry White. Maybe. Love <laughs> you. It's not Barry White. I like that song, though. Uh, okay, so art. we've talked about Utah has... One of the cool things about Utah is there's a lot of places to stargaze. Um, and Utah has another um, another Dark Skies place now, Arches National Park. In have, you guys actually, have you guys ever been in an actual, what are they called, Dark Sky area? I, I've not been in an official one, um, but I grew up in Wyoming, and basically all of Wyoming is that starry. way. It's pretty starry. It's fucking cool. And that is... I will say this. That is one thing I really miss about Wyoming. 
When you grow up in a town of 12,000 people, it takes 10 minutes to get to a point where you can see all of the stars in the sky. What's cool is when you can see like the Milky Way and well, actual colors Well, you in know it. we're in the Milky Way, right? What? We're, we're part of the Milky we Way. We are, but you can see the traces of it in the you sky. You can see some of the arms because mm-hmm. we're like on one of the outer arms. But it's it's cool to see another dark, and this is a dark sky park, right? Mm-hmm. So there's different distinctions. There's the parks and the monuments and the cities and so yeah, it's it's Arches National Park receives certificate for dark skies. So that's very cool. So and, and a lot of what that means is there's not a lot of unnatural light. Um, like there's what's the dark sky city over there? There's this, there's a town um, that we just talked about a few weeks ago. Is it Tory? Maybe it's Tory or Blight or some shit like that. Some dumbass name. But they they actually have rules in the town like. Their porch lights can't be a certain wattage. They turn them off at a certain time of night. Their street lamps go off. So the town stays dark enough to be able to see stars. Because in Utah, like in, in Salt Lake, if you try to look at the stars, you even, can see a few. Honestly, unless you go to like Antelope Island, you can't see them. But Antelope Island is a dark sky place. Yes, it is, Tori. Yeah. So, um, there are a bunch of places like that in Utah that are labeled that way. And once they get that um, that labeling, they try to maintain it. And so you won't see a whole lot of unnatural light. And it really does make a big difference. Uh, Utah also leads the entire world with the most dark sky parks. That's really cool. Yeah. That's really freaking cool. So I thought I'd mention that because that's a relatively uh, recent breakthrough. Um, should we talk about pie and beer day? Let's, of course we should. Let's do it. I might have to hold my breath, though. I have hiccups. Um, Okay. So, Jeremy, I'm going to let you lead this one because uh, this is your list you found. Okay. So, so it's um, I found this list of 10 things you probably didn't know about Utah's biggest state holiday. holiday. Let's try that again. The number one thing, the pioneers of 1847 did not pull handcarts. Really? Which is funny because that's one of the big... Isn't that like, what you, peop- you Mormons do? Isn't that what you people do? You people? What do you mean you people? Well, Jeremy. I have a Mormon friend. I'm not racist. <laughs> <laughs> I never pulled handcarts. Um, it says the first handcart company to arrive in Utah didn't arrive until nearly 10 years after. Well, you know why? Because wagons and horses are a fuck ton faster than people on mm-hmm. people pulling handcarts. <laughs> like it, fa- it says in, in number two. In fact, most pioneers didn't pull handcarts at all. Yeah, because they're not that stupid. No, most came with wagons between 1856 and 1860, and ten only ten har- handcart companies immigrated into the valley, bringing a total of about three thousand people. I'm guessing those handcart companies five percent came by handcart. Th- handcarts. Those were probably um, polygamist FLDS people. Like that's be. probably who turned into like the everybody all was FLDS back yeah. then. No, no, no. But that's probably who turned into like the, the All Red Clan, and like that's that's Warren Jeffs came from there, the Jeffs Clan. The funny thing is, every time they talk about the pioneers, Jeffs, <laughs> Jeffs, Did I say Jeffs? Jeffs, Jeffs. It's Jeffs. I thought no. With the two Fs. It doesn't matter. So the funny thing is, though, the 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 symbol of the pioneers is pulling handcarts. Well, they have like whole things, like they have like this the the handcart. The handcart trek thing, yeah. Where like you pull a handcart so you can be part of the five percent. Well, by as many little things as you guys have had, it's like one hundred and twenty-five percent now. The three most common causes of death along the thirteen hundred mile trail were accidents, illness, and gun-related deaths. Not dysentery. No, that's an illness. That's the Oregon Trail. No, no, no. dysentery is an illness. 
you shit your guts out until you die. And I'm sure that was one of the things. Basically, if you played the Oregon Trail, you understood why people died because that's how right. people died. Um, yeah, there was the a game. No, there was a game, the Oregon Trail. Yeah, it yeah, wasn't. Said. It oh, wasn't okay. a bunch of. It wasn't a bunch of you know Native Americans killing people. People fell out of wagons. Um, they got stampeded. Um, cholera and typhoid. People dropped their guns. Killed them. <laughs> Indian attacks were rare, but people shot each other accidentally all the, all time. the time. So to be clear, that is that you, changed. Jessica? Are you an Indian? In what? I must shoot you. A hundred and fifty years later. That hasn't changed. People still shoot each other accidentally with guns. And a stampede would make sense. Well, what else would especially you shoot if them they're with? traveling with horses? Yeah, horses and cattle. I'm surprised and... like drowning isn't, especially with as many rivers as they had to cross. No, man. If you just ford the river, you're good. Doesn't matter what. You the just river hold is. hands, Jeff. What you do is you stick a cork in the bottom of your wagon. You put a 13 year old in front of you. Yeah, and, you and hold her hand, and you're good. <laughs> You just make a human chain. He was like, okay, everybody pass your 13 year olds around. Is it raining really I have been by the the Mississippi River. Uh, It's much bigger than that flash flood. Yes, it is, but it doesn't move as fast. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) So, the legend of Brigham Young standing majestically with his walking staff to survey the valley is not accurate. He was actually ill. Uh, They rolled his sick ass. I knew that. Opened up the back of his wagon. He looked out and said, yep. That was it. This will fucking work, I guess. We can we can put people here. That'll do, pig. That'll do. That'll no, do. He, he went a few days later. Basically, to, what happened? This is the place monument. And said this is the place. What, what what happened was they rolled him up there, and he looked around and he was like, "Yep, the people from Missouri aren't chasing us anymore." I think so uh, technically, it was almost on, it was almost on your birthday because they did get here on the twenty first. Yeah, that's James's birthday, actually. Fuck those My people. Birthday. Pioneer is the second highest holiday for traffic fatalities. <laughs> Oh, my God. Really? <laughs> Where's that at? Is that on Number the Number seven. Oh, yeah. It's not surprising because a lot of people drink. And honestly, a Pioneer Day is a little crazier because it's always like in weird days and people don't generally, like only half the population takes it off. So when they, you go out and you watch fireworks, you got to go to work the next day and you didn't, you know, you rushed there because you just got off work at six o'clock. So I'm not really surprised. There's probably a lot of traffic on the roads that day. Should try and come home early tomorrow, actually, now that I think about it. It's also a great day to get a ticket. <laughs> okay, so... Wait, did you read number six? Number six? Oh, No, yeah. he skipped it. Why do you do that? Ten years before they celebrated Pioneer Day. <laughs> Jeremy that is for- integral. Jeremy forgot how to count. That's integral to this Pioneer but, Day. But see, the big thing about the celebration now of Pioneer Day is it's the state's birthday. It's not just the... It's it's like the state's... They roll it all right? into one. Yeah. But also, Utah did not become a state in July. No. So no, that's just when the Mormons This is like it. Christmas versus Easter. But we still celebrate... It's basically the well, state's birthday, right? This is when of. we celebrate the centennial and... Right? It's a fucking state holiday. It is. It's my uh, free birthday. Uh, apparently, I'm not going to speed tomorrow, though, is what I got out of that one, Jeremy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and the celebration isn't just for Mormon pioneers. It's inclusive of all pioneers, including those that aren't Mormon. Um, it is not inclusive of Native Americans who the Mormons killed. Or, <laughs> or the Catholics who are already here. The Native Americans hold a powwow in Liberty Park every 24th. Yeah, that's in protest, though, Jess. You don't know. It's like Columbus Day protests. They're not really... Or the Catholics That's who are already here. That's Indigenous People Day, I'm, I'm by just, the way. I'm, I'm just kidding. 
It does say that uh, Daniel Tuttle of the Episcopal, the Episcopal Bishop was one of the first founders. Roland Hall, Roland Hall, Roland Hall. and Saint Mark's. Saint Mark's. Um, I, and I will also say that um, I think the relatively recent change in the last ten years or so to Pie and Beer Day is is probably my favorite part of it. So a lot of pizza places. Uh, and Not like, even 10 years. 2013, 2013 was, was the yeah. first yeah. Pie and Beer go. Day. So I go. have an interesting Utah fact for you. I just learned this because this last weekend I went to the American Fork Still Days Parade. And so while I was sitting there with my grandpa waiting for my cousins to show up, I was looking up like how American Fork became a city and why it's called Steel Days and blah, blah, blah. I know why it's called Steel Days. I can tell you that. Um, did you know that American Fork was the first city to start public education in the state of Utah? It was also the first city to allow a franchise chain restaurant. Um, it also was... That's not true, by the way, but that's all up. that they have up there. It's also the home of the inventor of disposable surgical masks <laughs> and two members of Imagine Dragons and Gary Herbert. And it's called <laughs> and it's called Steel Days because Geneva Steel used to have a gigantic steel plant. And it was called some... And it was it had a different name, though. That dumped garbage into Utah Lake for decades. Yeah, we're still paying for that today. Not really. Utah Lake's okay. fine. Go... Go swimming in there. It's fine. I Don't did. Take your dog. <laughs> <laughs> Go jump when it's ice. All right. Um, let's see. We've got uh, we got some time. We're gonna do at least one of these. Let's let's talk about which one you guys want to do. We have Utah facts and trivia. Eight unique desserts to try in Utah County. Oh, we should talk about that one. And we have ten must-do hikes in Utah. I like trivia or hikes. I'm against the desserts one. Why are you against the desserts one? Look at the number one dessert on there. How could you not like corn float? Who cares? All right. We need a vote or um, I'm going to be a dictator. Be a dictator. Okay, I'm a dick. We're going to start with hikes. Fuck you, Jeremy. (laughs) Um, Mostly because I like hiking and I can't for a week or two because um, I'm a bitch Uh, and my foot. But mostly, I, it's my foot because I'm a bitch. Um, so these are our 10 must-do hikes, must-do easy hikes in easy Utah. Easy hikes. Oh, see, we can still do these? Uh, no, I can't hike at all. He told me no hiking. I know, I'm teasing. How do you That's say that first one? Secret. Secret. Secret Lake. Secret. So Secret Lake's up Little Cottonwood <laughs> Canyon. So if you go up there, shit at home. Don't shit in the canyon. But it's only a mile and a half round trip. Surely you can... Yeah, and it's it's actually way better looking early in the season. Like this time of year, late summer, it's not super awesome because the wildflowers are all just tall, dead grass now. Um, There's no swimming. Put your clothes back on. It says right here. Um, so it's because it's part of the watershed. They don't want people <laughs> getting in there because what happens is you swim in the lake and you relieve your bowels and now there's poop directly in the water. <laughs> but it is, Secret Lake's really beautiful. Uh, the flowers and stuff, if you walk up in late spring, early summer, are really great. Uh, lake Mary is up in Big Cottonwood Canyon. It has a sparkly waterfall. Yeah, it does. And also, don't shit there either. <laughs> um it has gravelly bits. There's there's gravelly moose up bits. there apparently. Um, so just understand there's moose up there and they're mean moose. as fuck. There's City Creek. Um, so um, it's uh, it's mostly paved. Uh, there is a, a chunk of it that is not at the end. Um, I go from two right to six. So do I. 
You guys are... I do too. Apparently, I missed a page. That's weird because I've got them all. Okay, <laughs> well, so you fill you I'll fill you in. Yeah. I won't do what Jeremy did and just, uh, skip. just skip them. Uh, Birdsong Trail is up in Ogden Canyon. It's a shady, short, and perfect for little ones. If you listen close, you'll hear birds singing, We Are the World by Michael Jackson. <laughs> what the fuck? That's a goddamn lie. Birds do not sing that. It's a fucking tape recorder we that's been playing on repeat for 20 years. You don't know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Adams Canyon up in Layton is a uh, three and a half mile hike. That is not an easy hike, by the way. That should not be on this list. Oh, that is the one with the sparkly waterfall. Yeah, that does have a sparkly waterfall, but that is not an easy hike. I think that's roughly where we were at. Up above Layton is Adams Canyon. But yes, I, probably. Up by the Shoreline Trail, but mm-hmm. we did not go to Adams Canyon. We went on the, the Shoreline Trail. Goblin Valley, um, which... We can participate again now. Yay! Uh, Goblin Valley, by the way, Goblin Valley is down south um, by um, San Rafael, the San Rafael Swell. Go- the, the reason Goblin Valley ex- is called Goblin Valley is the rock formations look Little goblins, basically. And goblins love eating kids. <laughs> and so if you don't everybody want your, wins. <laughs> if you don't want your kids anymore, go to Goblin Valley. There. And asshole kids like pushing the rock formations over. And if you see them do it, go punch them in the dick and then in the throat. <laughs> um, this also says summer equals burning hell pot. But don't say that when you're around Heather. It is really, or her daughter. I mean, Goblin Valley is so fucking hot in the summer. It is. You need to go in early spring or in the fall. March is perfect time to go. Yeah, Corona Arch, which is in outside of Moab in Arches. Imagine that. Uh, um, so I love whoever wrote this. This is a KSL article, I believe. <laughs> a really pretty red, pretty. pretty red rock hike to beautiful bow tie and Corona Arches. The trail is a bit adventurous and includes you a short this? section with a ladder and rope. You, you got, this. got this. Unless you don't. <laughs> don't hurt, don't yourself. hurt yourself. This is the wildest ride in the world. Also, west. don't carve your initials into the arch. Please and thank you. In fact, if you're hiking, don't carve your initials if you, anywhere. If you fucking have to put your name on something, carve it into your fucking arm, you prick. <laughs> and then wipe the blood somewhere and hope a mountain lion sniffs it and I comes think we might be you. missing more too because yeah. ours goes from location Zion's National Park to shooting spider webs out of your wrists <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so the Watchmen Trail and really this is true for anything in Zion's Canyon just go to Zion uh, there's a lot of easy trails there's some really difficult stuff and don't call it Zion um, but go to Zion and, and check out some of the stuff so there's the Hickman Bridge Trail in Capitol Reef which every guest we've talked to that has said their one thing is Capitol Reef has been reluctant to say so because not a lot of people go there, unlike Zion, which is full of fucking people year round. Capitol Reef is a, is it a national park now? I thought it was a state park. It's a state park. Yeah, this says national park, so they're oh. wrong there too. But I'm pretty sure it's a state park. I don't think it's a national park. Um, but Capitol Reef is really beautiful. There are arches there as well. Um, there's Spectra Point Trail um, in out by Cedar Breaks National Monument. It is a national park. Is it really? I didn't think so. That's interesting. So anyway, those so are, what uh, is that? The one causing us to shoot spider webs at our wrists? The very last one. What was that one? None of them. Yes, it says it right here. No, it doesn't. Yes, it is. Vector Point Trail. Once you've been bit by a hiking bug, it's like the spider that bit Peter Parker, except instead of shooting spider oh, webs there's out of your a line wrist, on the back. you'll develop a taste for trail mix, but you will start wearing more spandex. Apparently that's the one, but it's not How about... How did you get the one with all the stuff? You suck. Because I'm the fucking leader of this train wreck <laughs> that we call a podcast. 
I, I'd like to take this moment to apologize to our listeners. Apparently last week, um, when we, was it last week or two weeks ago that we talked to Dylan, uh, or maybe it was three weeks ago when he had me convinced that he had a voting competition <laughs> for, his, for the Dillweeds. for the Dillweeds. That was awesome. <laughs> I kept oh looking at you and I was I, like, does he really believe that? So we talked that episode, by the way, the name of it is Bodie McBoatface because we spent a lot of time talking about an actual and thing. Peter that actually happened. called us and said Bodie McBoatface and he informed Chris we're that, gonna, Ir- that Ireland. We're not going to play the message. My question island. look, I know Ireland's an island and I know Ireland has ports, and Bodie McBoatface being an English boat has probably been to Ireland. He said at some it had point. been. I think he was fucking joking. <laughs> I. My my big question there was I didn't know off the top of my head if Dublin was interior or if Dublin was on the coast. Apparently it's on the coast. Thanks, Peter. I am a little dense because I do live in landlocked Utah, but I think that island that you're talking about is is actually Scotland um, across the <laughs> pond from you. The one uh, that if you look out at the ocean, you see nothing but ocean until you see an island. another island. I know it's not, Peter. <laughs> Please don't call and inform me that the other island is England. I understand how it works. I know what maps are. I was really questioning Dublin, and I didn't have a map in front of me. Um, but yes, islands do have ports. Um, <laughs> I know I live in Utah. They just drive by and throw the people off. And Utah is landlocked. I just assumed because you liked potatoes in Ireland so much that you didn't know what a boat was. I thought that you were like like a native people to a land that had never been off of that land that were colonized by the English. All right, I'm done. Um, so I do want to apologize <laughs> to Peter. Um, it was a great message, though, pal. And I'm looking at you. I haven't turned your picture around yet. Uh, he's he's actually just a brother from another mother. Um, or maybe even his father. Yeah, could be. We've discussed he's this. He's not my father. He's not old enough. No, a brother. Yeah, he oh. could be your bro. No, unless Peter, he needs to do the 23andMe thing yeah, Peter, and so I, he can find out if we're I need you to take a DNA test with 23andMe. And open yourself up to contact relatives, blood relatives, and let's see if you're related to Brie. Because she is pretty much half Irish. It's not really, but she's like first generation Irish. Irish. First. Like second or third. Well, they suspect basically that your dad is probably Irish. Yes, they suspect that probably his parents somewhere between one and three generations back. So probably you you share grandparents. Basically, this dude wanked off in a uh, uh, a a firm a a firm a sperm donation place Um, that ended up in Bree's mom. A firm cup. A a firm sperm donation place, Uh, and that ended up in Bree's mom. And voila, nine months later, there's Bree. Voila. What yeah. is with the Voila. words you're saying? It doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter. Voila. So I'm just saying that Peter it. is likely your long lost brother. And if he takes a DNA test, we can prove it. I did get some results where I might have a first cousin out there. And if I have a first cousin out there, then that means that my dad had brothers or sisters. And that like I have. And they had sex with other people and made babies. Well, because I know all my first cousins on my mom's side. If they're Irish, there's a good chance they've got a lot of brothers and sisters. Yeah, and they're alcoholics, so you better watch out when you drink. <laughs> wow. Wow. That we probably, have just lost our one Irish. That probably listener. explains wow. why I can hold my liquor so well. Although it did sound like when he was talking to us that like he listened to the episode over the course of days because he was drinking and mowing lawns. 
That's what I got out of that message. Yeah. He's Um, got the ultimate job. (laughs) I saw a picture of him. For you? I've never mowed a lawn in my life. I saw a picture of him interviewing some lady in what appeared to be a a giant fucking hammock. Like trampoline park size hammock. So we need to do interviews like that. Speaking know, of right? trampolines up at Snowbird, they have a bungee trampoline that we are going to do. Okay. I want to see Chris do a bungee trampoline. A fucking break it. Foot. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, well, it's I got, you're on a bungee. I got weeks, I got weeks to. Yeah. That's not till the end less. of September. Um, okay. So now let's talk about some. I'm. I'm really skeptical of this list. I don't know. Why do I have two two memorials dedicated to 660 pioneer children who died in Because it's important. Because I don't have one. Um, so I think I put that on there, and I don't even want to talk about it because we're done with Pioneer Day. But I want to talk about dessert. <laughs> now, I'm, I'm wary because the last time we did a Utah County list, and I think it was like National Chicken Wing Day list with Shannon... Uh, or there were some other fun activities in Utah yeah. in the summer with Shannon. I think we did both of those. I was really disappointed in how many chain restaurants. So there, I don't see any on this. That's fantastic. Just by glancing. No, there there might be one or something. So I, I'm guessing this came... Okay, this came from the Daily Herald, it looks like. So maybe they've listened to our podcast and decided to fix their lists. Uh, okay, so the unicorn float. Have you ever had that, Jess? Why is this unique to Utah? I've never heard of it. So it's at Strawberry uh, Italian Soda with cravings, a scoop of ice cream. Alicia's Cupcakes in Pleasant Grove. I've been to this chick's place. They were on the Cupcake they used, Wars. They used to be an American Fork, yep. Yeah, I've been to their shop, and I didn't know they had this. So, um, Is it not unique? Well, I don't know. It, unicorn listening. desserts have I don't become... Have I, can't, so. have, I can't have this. Here, you share mine, and I'll make Jeremy share his. No, they've I'm, become I'm popular, just going to comment. <laughs> unicorn desserts have become <laughs> popular nationwide. <laughs> But at Craving Alicia's Cupcakes, they have its own their own version. The Unicorn Float has strawberry Italian soda with a scoop of vanilla ice cream and is topped with unicorn magic. Candy and sprinkles. Unicorn magic. I can't have this drink. It has strawberry. The picture does not look great, by the way. Well, it would probably look better if it was... Light. It's no slutty brownie. That is not a Utah item. The the uni- unicorn part is not like lots of people make the unicorn things that are just colorful things, but it does sound good. A strawberry Italian soda with some ice cream in it. I'm pretty sure any Italian soda with some ice cream in it would would be fine. What kind of ice cream is it? Is it just vanilla? vanilla? So what about that makes it a unicorn? It sound, if you did an orange sprinkles, magic sprinkles. Yeah, but it's just strawberry soda with ice cream. That's not. If you use used the rainbow ice cream, that, see like play doh. Like Play Doh ice cream, the like pro- okay, like but, rainbow sherbet. But here's the problem with with Play Doh ice cream and something like that. As soon as it starts to melt together, it turns gray. So your unicorn goes from colorful and bright to like this dull. That's why gray. you use orange or rainbow like, sherbet because it stays bright. It doesn't turn gray. Yeah, because that's totally natural, by the way. So, like a unicorn is natural. Look, look, it needs to be blue raspberry, the most natural of no, all. No, don't flavors. don't eat people. Don't eat things that make your mouth turn odd colors. Your that mouth should be, be all of my cakes. What, like a unicorn float. <laughs> I don't know. That's because dye that you put in cake eat, frosting I don't eat is things super strong. That are like blue and green and stuff. Because my right. tongue is supposed to be red. So, uh, Station Twenty Two in Provo uh, has. Deep fried cookie dough. Hmm. So, I 
I'm curious how this actually turns out. Like, I'm sure it's it's dipped in a sweet batter, fried, and then served with. Um, That's funny that you would dip your batter in a batter, though. Well, I think it's so that it stays a raw batter. Now, mm-hmm. I'm not a big cookie dough fan. Period. I think people eating raw cookie dough are weird. It's delicious. I don't. I don't get that. I don't like the the like granular sugary flavor. When I made in the brownies, mouth. I licked the spatula when I was done. I'm sure you did, and I would prefer to have it cooked. I would prefer to have the texture <laughs> of the cookie. And most not... cookie dough products aren't like your normal raw cookie dough that you're right. making. Cookies. No, they don't have eggs and stuff in yeah, them. Because so... otherwise people would eat it and then sue them for salmonella poisoning. Yeah. So I would assume it's not quite... There's salmon in cookie dough? Oh my God. I don't even give a fuck. This next one, <laughs> the baked bear has brownie ice cream sandwiches. I'm in. Brownie ice If cream. I lived by this place, I would be way fatter than I am right now. So this is in uh, Provo Oh, you as can well. have it with a donut too. But they make them with brownies and donuts. Holy shit. Just yes. so you know, it's the actual flour that makes you sick in cookie dough because the bacteria that's in flour. N- not the raw eggs. Mm-hmm. I bet raw eggs would make you sick too though. You can eat raw eggs. People eat raw eggs all the time. Yeah, but you they can use them as hangover. Sick. You can also uh, get cares. sick from raw eggs. That's how salmonella gets ex- exposed. Like you have, I'm just it's letting the shells. You know the reason why they the say shells. don't eat raw cookie dough is because of flour. It doesn't matter. It does. It's all gross. Raw cookie dough is disgusting. No, it's not. You're an affront to humanity, babe. No. I love you, but you're. They an closed to the. Humanity. What's it called? The. There's two of them. There's the baked bear. There was one in Lehigh. They closed the one in Lehigh. It's now a last course. That's disappointing. That's disappointing because they had brownie ice cream sandwiches. Uh, there's the Fruta Crush uh, is the name of the place in Provo. And they have mango natus. Um, okay, that sounds delicious. Anything with mango. It's a, a giant. fitting, smooth, but sugary kick in the pants to end the evening. Giant mango flavored sherbet popsicles, which fill the plastic cups. Okay, with I need this. Oh, I've seen those. So it's like. It's like this big mango thing in like a basically like a solo cup with a popsicle stick in it and they freeze it in the solo cup and then they pull it out and it's a giant mango popsicle. I already know that I love mango ice cream, so why would I not love this? <laughs> and and I know that they put like um they don't maybe it is top of teal, but they put some like kind of chili sauce on the bottom of it and then fucking dip it back in. Mexican ice cream is amazingly weird. And they put sometimes they have like like lime popsicles with salt in them oh i totally would eat that <sighs> i thought that was the weirdest thing ever it's really i don't margarita. like salt with my sweet i don't like what? sugared caramel like or i mean salted caramel got lime in it and salt i don't like salted like salted caramel so or anything like that clark's island donuts in uh is a food truck that makes everywhere they're omnipresent malasadas which is a uh a filipino Portuguese or Portuguese Portuguese it's a a donut hole rolled in it says without a hole what oh donuts it's a donut oh so it's just a solid piece that's a bagel Bagels no, have, have holes. A bagel is different than and a, a bagel is very different than a donut. It's donut batter, so it's basically a canned biscuit that's fried without a hole cut in it. By the way, uh, top tip: get Pillsbury canned biscuits, cut a hole in them, fry them, donut. Um, there used to be when I lived in New Jersey a little Asian food place called China King, and they would do that, but they would just do like balls of dough and fry them and put them in sugar. And okay. <gasps> Sweet rice with mango. This is not unique to this. No, place. it's not. Also, you Thai do village, this. Thai village, well, well, good, 
Bangkok Thai in or Bangkok Grill, I can't remember what which one in Orem, way fucking better than any other Thai place in the valley or in in Utah. Your County. sweet rice mango dessert is and to die for. They they figured out how to do the sweet sticky rice with mango the best because they put a scoop of ice cream on it and it makes it like worlds better. A scoop of vanilla ice cream makes it worlds better than any other sweet mango sticky rice. But in mango season, I like to make sweet sticky rice with mango. It's very, very good. Uh, rolled ice cream. Okay. Full that stop. That actually might be a dessert you wouldn't mind because it's not super sweet. Full stop. We have to talk about a place I saw in the gateway on the way to Dave and Buster's. There's yes. a new. It's not open yet. There's a new store opening up right. You know where the escalators come mm-hmm. up right before the movie theater escalators go up? There's a new place right there that's not open called Sweet Tacos. Mm-hmm. And they make, from the, what I can tell on the outside, they from make the picture on the rolled outside. ice cream, so. which they stick in a freshly made waffle cone shaped like a taco. taco Do you shop. have ice cream tacos? So they're based out of St. George. And they have a couple locations in St. George, and they're just making their way up to. Salt so Lake we, County. when we take sh- when we take Sean to school, we could have a, a ice cream taco. All I'm saying is, we promised the Hugseses we would take their kids. This we, we should Ch- take all the kids. Choco there. tacos, choco tacos, which used to be exclusive that to Taco the, Time. I when I was a kid, I liked the taco choco, tacos. Choco, choco tacos were a Taco Time thing that Taco Time sold to Klondike years ago, and now Klondike mass produces them. I still say, and I am an ice cream confection aficionado, and I will tell you, nothing is better than a Choco Taco. It is a perfect dessert. What's not perfect about it? I loved Choco Tacos when I was I'm, a kid. I'm looking at Brie, who's shaking her head no. What is not How perfect How is that the perfect dessert? Waffle cone, chocolate, ice cream. delicious ice cream, and you can get it with oh. bits of nice toffee. Nice ice cream. All in a handheld that doesn't fall apart and doesn't melt all over your fucking hand when you eat it. How are you eating ice cream cones that they're melting all over your hand? Drumsticks get holes in them. And Why are you melt. eating those shitty kinds of ice creams? Go get an ice cream I cone. I said ice cream confections. There's a specific category of novelty ice cream products of which the Choco Taco rules them all. It does. One Choco Taco to rule them all. Yeah. There are no... Now... <laughs> That may no longer be the case because sweet taco, sweet taco. Is well, we'll try when we go down to St. George then. I'm writing down what so Jeremy what the, just So how said. do they do the rolled ice cream? Do they have the, the marble? So, no, they're actually, they're not marble. They're like metal. They're like round metal plates um, that are cooled. Then they pour the cream on them. And then they use these really cool things that they like. Think of it like, into did you ever go to Sub-Zero? You ever been there? Mm-mm. It's no, like but that. the cold marble. I've been to that one. So, yeah, it's not marble though. But it's kind of like so. You know how how uh, like Cold Stone mm-hmm. does theirs. So kind of a similar idea, but it's like the the um what are, what are they fucking nitrogen. called? The negative griddles is what they actually Sub- use. Yeah. So the and Sub Zero pours nitrogen in, but basically they take the ice cream, the actual cream that makes so ice it's cream. Liquid. It's a liquid cream. Yeah. They pour it onto the surface. That's that's they called. Make I think like they're a, called negative griddles or zero griddles. And so and as they're pouring it in, they mix in whatever they're going to mix with it, and they've got like basically two little metal spatula thingies, mm-hmm. and they're 
able to mix it up. And as they're mixing it, it's adding air. They're chopping it, and it's adding more air to it as the table hardens so it. it. freezes the ice cream. And then it gets to a point, and they spread it all out, and then they scrape it up, and it rolls it into these So there's these, like, several sheets. of these already that are not sweet taco that are located around the Valley Sylvester. Do they make taco shells? Waffle cone taco oh, shells. That's so. I've been wanting to try the rolled ice cream because I think it's awesome. a cool novelty idea. I think it's not as much ice cream as going to like you know Cold Stone and becoming a fat ass, um, but <laughs> because I love ice cream, but it really fucks me up. But I will say this: the taco shell is what really sold me, and I'm curious what they can do with the toppings and the taco shells and the ice creams and the flavor combinations of all they that can stuff. Put, you can put whatever toppings. You I know, want but on. they're going to have. Have some amazing, like like a pistachio taco shell with um, Nutella ice cream in it. I don't fucking know. Something that's going to be amazing and mind-blowing, and I'm excited to try it. It'll be rad. <sighs> I follow them on Instagram. I'll let you know when they open. Yeah, so, okay. So, that all came from some rolled ice cream place in Provo I don't give a shit about. Uh, Hong Kong Waffle Cone out of Koi Express. Uh, Bubble Waffles. What? Said bubble waffles. Are they the big giant fucking like like super big bubbly waffle cones and they roll them around a thing and then fill it with some stuff? Or are you I just saying know. that out of No, I no, believe it says right there waffles. bubble oh, waffles. Looks like bubbles and is egg based in the flavor. It says it right there. Oh <laughs> You know what? Hold on. I I want to show you guys the picture. Uh, okay, think. podcast listeners. I want Chris sh- is going to show us a picture. Fuck you. Yes. Yeah, that that that's the kind of waffle that I was thinking. There's actually a. Oh, have, it's bumpy. There's a truck. There's a truck oh. at the farmers market that like makes that. them. Yeah. See, oh. like that ice cream. What oh. truck is it? It's it's green and white. So look, I can't like, what that's it's what I ex- expect out of that Hong Kong waffle place. Is something. I'm Why sure does that's bumpy you bother you, Bree? She really hates bumps. If you ever see Bree and you want to gross her out for whatever reason, she oh. hates bumps. I passed it along to Sean, too. She like, can't stand like, him. Like bubble wrap? That... No, I'm okay with bubble wrap, but... Definitely not Chris's new cup I got. No, his not his birthday glass. present. Oh, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I touched it. I got a nerd's rope the other day <laughs> from Dave and Buster's. Those are so good. They are good. And, and I, you can make them yourself. You just melt some gummy bears down and put them on a plate of nerd's and roll it. And you can you can make them. I wonder if you softened one of CNC's licorice ropes. If you could roll it in nerds, I wonder if it would too. soften right in like a microwave. I don't know. You could like put it, your oven at a really low temp. That and would, just soften it that that's way. That's way too much effort. I could just pour nerds into my mouth and take a bite of their <laughs> licorice. <laughs> um, okay, so I I think Bree's still freaking out about the bumps right now, but I I think that that's good enough for today. I, I think we're okay. Enjoy your pie, pie and deer. Pie and, pie and beer. Pie and beer I like day. pie and deer days. Yeah. So pie and deer days is where you <laughs> eat a piece of pie and go jerky. hug a deer. No, and jerky. And jer- eat pie and jerky together. Mm-hmm. How about a jerky pie? Yep. I'm sure that's what the pioneers ate. Jerky pie. I'm going to write that down. That <laughs> is might that like be a the, shepherd's pie? That might be the show title. Shepherd's jerky pie. Because I've, I've talked about jerking it like six times on this episode too. So a jerky pie. <laughs> um, okay, so I think that's going to do it. Uh, <laughs> thanks for sticking around. I know it's a little bit shorter than normal, but sometimes that's just how it goes. And and uh, I feel like I'm done. Uh, my foot said it was done an hour ago. 
Um, and I'm sitting on my ass and my foot's just throbbing in case anyone wanted a, a real update. Nobody cares. That's sad. Wow. I think it's more sad that my wife says no one cares. Because <laughs> she's like, she's like a fucking man up. Stop being a bitch. Like, stop being a little wuss. Get off your ass. Go do something. Go fucking mow the lawn. That is not what I said. I have said that you need to rest. I just can't. I just, you are unbelievably whiny. I really am. Um, if you liked what you hear, please share the episode. That um, was weird. You just sounded really weird. Uh, if you didn't like what you hear, then share it here. Heard. If you don't, if you have had a bad experience on this show, <laughs> please share it with your friends and say, oh my God, you have to listen to this horrible train wreck. Because that helps us. And if you liked it, you can say, oh, my God, you have to listen to this hilarious fucking show because they swear and they talk about how awesome Utah is. And that guy, Chris, is insane. Um, and Bree sounds like a man. Yeah. And there's three men and a woman on the show. <laughs> uh, the the events mistress, who they haven't called the events mistress in fucking like two years almost. Uh, Jessica. Uh, Jesse. Jessica Jesse Jess. <laughs> It's like DJ Jazzy Jeff. It is. Jessica Just Jazzy like Jeff. And the Fresh Prince. Uh, <laughs> you got to get the whole team. <laughs> um, you can follow us on Twitter uh, or Instagram at TNU Podcast or both. You should just follow us on both. If you have events coming up, let us know. Um, we do retweet a lot of stuff. And by we, the communal we, I mean 99% Jess, 1% everyone else combined. Maybe. Not me. On a good day. Um, I'm trying to help you out. I'm giving you like point two percent credit um and uh you can follow us on facebook as well the new youtube utah podcast the best place to check out cool stuff though is our website thenewutah.com if you want something to do that's the place to go there are just click on the left hand side where it says one things there are literally hundreds uh of of pages probably at least a 100 plus pages Maybe in the upper 90s. <laughs> I don't know. It's a lot. There's a lot of stuff. Um, Jess goes out after we have a guest uh, that tells us their one thing. Um, Jess does a little highlights. bit of research. She highlights it. Um, she does a very good job. And uh, there's there's just a wealth of information there. Um, a lot of people go there that are coming to the state. Um, and they're like, what can you do in Utah? What is there to do in Utah? I have to be here for a stupid fucking business trip. I have to come for not the outdoor retailers expo. <laughs> Young <living> retailers. Yeah. <laughs> we have a blimp flying over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to go. What's the salt palace? What is there to do by the salt palace? I'll tell you what. There's Gilgal Gardens in downtown yep. Salt Lake, which is a fucking amazing rock. International thing. Peace Gardens. Yeah. There's a, there's a perfect pyramid in Salt Lake that no one knows about. Those are the kinds of things that you'll find there. Space um, Jesus. Space Jesus does exist. Get your picture taken with Space um, Jesus. Don't. Oh, wait. You got to get him back, by the way. Space, Space Jesus? Jesus? Yeah, no Derek Kitchen. Yeah. I think a lot of people are requesting Space Jesus come back to Earth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um, thanks, as always, to Falk Hogan for our intro and outro music. Go get um, tickets to their upcoming go show. See, go Nick. see Nick Passy, uh, our, our lovely button-making friend, uh, and get tickets to his show. And go see Dylan's show in, on the 27th? 27th, yeah. Soundtrap in Ogden. Uh, up in Ogden. Um, and uh, otherwise, have a fantastic week. Uh, we will see you next week. We're, we're not going to see you. We will we will talk we'll into microphones. We'll talk at you. And, and you can listen if you choose. And then even if you don't listen, you need to share it. Wow. <laughs> 
So yeah, yeah. Uh, happy birthday, Jess. Happy birthday, Utah. Happy sidewalk of fire. Are you doing another one? Yes. At his house. Why haven't I been invited? You can come anytime you want. No, I feel like now you just invited um, me out of obligation. It's, it's a family barbecue. Can I watch a movie? <laughs> can you On the side can. of your house? <laughs> can it, everybody else will be outside. Can it be Inglorious Bastards? I like that show. Well, I don't, I, I well don't Heather, Heather, let me approved. watch that with your children. We've had no, this conversation, conversation already. Uh, not about Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, I just exactly. The... Inglorious Bastards. Was it really? I love that movie. <laughs> it is so good. I watch it every time it's on. It's so good. I I do love that movie. Um, this is not that. This is <laughs> this has been the New Year Thought Podcast, and uh, we thank you for listening. Bye.